The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome everyone to episode 35 of the Goldfish Marketing Podcast where each week we cover a topic, we delve and hopefully give you some tips that will make the most of your budget. My name is Mark, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. Joining me this week are both of my co-hosts. He's had his hair done, he looks absolutely delightful. He won't know this because he hasn't heard last week's episode and what we were saying about him when he wasn't here. It is the irrepressible Mr Chris Roxburgh from My Marketing Guy. Hi, Chris. Uh, hello everybody and I'm boy am I looking forward to this one <laughs> uh, joining me also is our other fellow co-host who based on what has gone on in the green room pre-record is clearly the only person who's in a good mood today uh, which is unfortunate given the topic we're going to be covering uh, it is the wonderful Elaine Atherton from to sum it up how are we doing Elaine well, I was feeling great till I got on this with you two. My word, hard work's not in it. Hard work. <laughs> Bar humbug. Oh, well, there you are. There's the clue to the topic we're going to be talking about. So we thought it would be irresponsible of us not to touch upon the season of Christmas. Now, as marketeers and sales gurus, we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place, really, uh, because... In actual fact, if you are legitimately going to prepare for a storming Christmas season for your business, realistically, you probably need to be starting around August, September time at the at the latest to be getting everything in, in order and ready and lined up to hit the ground running when that festive season starts, which nowadays is getting closer and closer to the summer, to be perfectly frank. Certainly after Halloween and bonfire night are done, it's usually open season on the old Christmas adverts. Um, however, nobody wants to listen to a festive podcast <laughs> pre-Christmas. So this is the closest that we dared put this out pre-Christmas on the assumption that it will be at the very least useful for you for next year's Christmas preparations if it's too late for you to do anything today. So we are going to be talking all things festive and fun. Uh, Chris will be dusting off his bar humbug hat and putting on that merry festive spirit uh, that we know he has very deeply hidden down inside of him. Um <laughs> And I will be rummaging around to see if I can find mine at the same time. Uh, so, uh, before we go, just some quick housekeeping. If you want to listen to any of our previous episodes, um, you probably already found them if you're listening to this. But we're on all of the major podcast platforms, so Google, Apple, Spotify, 
the whole raft. Uh, if you want to find them, you can go to the podstation.co.uk forward slash goldfish. You'll find links there to all of those platforms, which takes you through. You can subscribe. And then when we upload a weekly show, it should download onto your device, making it super mega, super easy, uh, which is all good. Uh, if you have any questions, um, send us an email to goldfish at the podstation.co.uk. That can include any suggestions for topics that you might have. Check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Throw on some comments. If you've got any questions on there as well, you can do that also. Oh, reviews. <laughs> we never get any reviews, uh, particularly, obviously, about Chris. Uh, preferably make them nice because we are delicate souls um, who are uh, not particularly um, uh, open to having our souls and our self-belief uh, crushed by your um, avid and scrupulous uh, punditry of our podcasting skills. What, what he's trying to say, everybody, is he doesn't like criticism, so please don't do it. <laughs> That's it, Chris. Um, so <laughs> I think we're we... the wrong job for that, then, aren't we? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, well, we need to know our nose, don't we, Elaine? We do. Right, shall we get stuck into our festive topic then for good? Yes. Yeah, where do we want to start then with Chris Christmas? Shall we start with people who actually find Christmas a relevant period for their business? Yeah, good place to start, isn't it? <laughs> well, okay, well, with that in mind, uh, what sort of stuff should... We'll, we'll keep it generic because it'll probably boil down more specifically as we go through, but if you are a business that is... Well, in fact, I should even put the context of this needs to be looked in two lights, which is mm. non-pandemic crisis yeah. and just normal festive period. Um, if you are a business, uh, whether it be, well, it's largely retail and services that do very well at Christmas and you need to make the most of the festive period, what kind of things would you normally be doing? Let's Let's ignore the pandemic side of things just to begin with but let's let's go through some ideas of stuff that people can do normally and then perhaps how we can adapt them to suit the current climate one of the first things you've got to do is throw yourself into the festive spirit haven't you you've got to embrace it which uh, i certainly have this year i've already got my tree up have you really i, I put it up in in mid-november I, hang on, hang on, hang on. Elaine's just put her hand up. To, have you got your tree up as well, Elaine? I have, last Sunday. Oh, my word. Yep, so both, both of us, both of us mid-November. And yep. um, uh, that's the that's a record for me because normally it's the Saturday before Christmas that my, my tree goes up. But okay. I, I planned this year, and this is what I'm going to recommend um, to, to others plan to be plan to be top of mind for everyone the the reason the reason i bought my tree is because i saw an advert um of somebody who was top of mind so not top of mind who was ahead of the game i should say a little while ago uh so it's been here it's been with us for three or four weeks and i thought let's see if it works so put it up mid-november and it'll stay there now till uh, uh till the 12th day of christmas when it will come down as tradition uh, dictates but but they were planning the people who 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 sold me that tree were were planning very early but it's still not too late for people to to plan for christmas now pandemic or no pandemic and it, it is obviously more difficult but it's it 
it's easy to stay top of mind and you can stay top of mind by being constantly on social media by sending regular emails out to keep in touch with people by sending email christmas cards out to keep in touch with people there are a variety of different uh, different routes where you can remain top of mind whatever business you're in and that would be my essential message for for the lead up from from now until uh, until the 25th elaine have you and chris put your trees up early because like chris has perhaps suggested the opportunity to uh, i don't know buy it early has come up or are you trying to make yourself feel more festive in what is otherwise an exceedingly depressing climate well you read me well yes i was that person yeah it was it was i do enjoy putting the christmas decorations up i would never put them up this early it's actually was reported this week can't remember where or who but it was about uh, a number of people have done it earlier this year and it is about that you know in a time when we're all feeling slightly deflated will probably be an understatement um that um you know we're really struggling through stuff then actually you you reconnect with the things you feel good about and that there's and the same few things at the moment we're in control of actually what we do personally we are in control of i.e if we want to put our decorations up and spread some cheer and make us felt self feel better then we're doing it so i was of that mind and even my husband who he absolutely he was one said yeah let's definitely do it i thought there's no way he's going to do put the tree up this early five hours later on sunday um it was done but we're enjoying it so you know it is and i am that person do things that make you feel good on to chris chris's point about buying and uh you know looking at stuff it there's there's definitely um for me anyway and i suppose it depends on the circles you mix in doesn't it and, and who you follow on social media but the buy local thing really has become quite massive this year, which I think is a wonderful thing. So when you, you're buying your gifts and you're looking at things, uh, you know, if you can get them locally from a local trader that you're going to support a local business, brilliant. Um, you know, so that's sort of where I'm looking for a good chunk of my presence this year. So so are you that person, I suppose, is the thing, isn't it? Are you the person that you, you, you've got to sort of, if you're the seller, you've got to cut through the 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 feeling that people might not be feeling great you've got to go beyond that because actually buying presents and gifting and doing all that is something that makes people feel good so there's no point in sort of sitting there thinking oh you know should I be doing this and promoting my business you know absolutely you should because there will be people who will be very grateful that you are events are always quite good at christmas um it's a, a perfect example was the one to pull upon what you've just mentioned there, Elaine, about buying local. People are always looking for inventive, unique presents these days that, that perhaps you can't just buy off the shelf that anyone else has. And the best way of getting those tends to be the more artisan items that are made by smaller people who can afford to well it's just not being mass produced as much and you tend to find those at your christmas markets which are always a great way of of making people feel festive as well i guess Uh, how do people go around uh, organizing events because it sounds a lot more simple than perhaps it actually is 
Well, God, for someone, yeah, I've done have events like I'm sure you two guys have as well, but yeah, absolutely, the work that goes on behind the scenes is massive. And I suppose there's two two ways of looking at it at the moment, isn't there? there are some live events seem to be going ahead, like local halls. I don't know whether that's right or not. I was quite surprised that one locally was happening. But there's a lot of um, virtual pop-up Christmas markets, which, again, all require work don't they but what a great thing if you've got someone who leads that and has all these people I mean I've signed up for one I think it's this this Sunday Uh, no idea as as a consumer how it's going to work but really intrigued so they've all got stall numbers so you can obviously see beforehand who's going to be there and and I'll you know I'll certainly be doing some of my Christmas shopping but yeah but let's not underestimate it needs one two three people to get together and get it organized because these things just absolutely can be a complete flop if they're not organized properly and that ties back into what you were saying chris about the planning because if you are going to plan a christmas event you do need to be starting in august september don't you to get the list of of who's going to be there what's going to be sold making sure all the the t's are crossed in terms of having the public liability insurance do you need alcohol licenses where's the venue when's it going to be held etc getting all the marketing material together yeah and yes very complicated to put together from a personal point of view wouldn't know where to start other than to uh, throw a zoom meeting together and tell people to put funny hats on that that would be about the level of my uh, <laughs> so so my event might not be the the most attractive to go to if i'm uh, if i'm organizing it i feel desperately sorry for the uh, mm. uh, for the events people this year they've they've had a really mm. rough entire year they can't even do weddings for large numbers can they and it's it's a real problem for them and you just hope that that they're able to come out of this year and go into next year with a with a bit more uh, with a few more possibilities with you know with with maybe the the possibility of the the vaccine and relaxation of lockdown and uh, events coming back together we can't even go to football matches, so putting events on in um, close proximity in, well, even at home or in big hotels just isn't going to happen this year. But in terms of planning, I, I, think, I think I'd be inclined to be planning for next year rather than this year. It ain't going to happen this year. Absolutely. With the virtual option, though, it is it is still feasible. I mean, it won't be anywhere near as as good necessarily, but with the um, with the likes of zoom i mean if you have a a venue for example um it might be a shop or you might have like a hall or something you could set it up a bit like um a bit like sort of a a, a blue peter type tv you know with these these cooking programs like saturday kitchen thing where you have a camera behind a sort of a, a mm. counter and a bit like a cute shopping channel almost you can have people take it in turns to come onto the counter and present their items talk about what it is that they do how much they cost maybe even include some demonstrations or some some sorts of i don't know craft course type things that yeah. they could do just to mix it up a little bit and then the people who are watching it can obviously then be directed towards say the website where that kind of item can be purchased um if 
those people don't have an online option, they can perhaps be given the contact details for the people who do sell the goods so they can place an order, um, not in person. And and if you wanted to go a bit further, you could buddy up with some of the local pubs or restaurants and put together like a, a, a food and a, a drink box that could be delivered to the attendees' homes. So you can sit and be having a, a festive cocktail and some festive mm-hmm. bites whilst they're uh, they're enjoying watching a, what is essentially a Christmas market brought to their very own couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some, there's, there are some great ideas out there. One of my guests on the podcast I do, she sells, it's called Dipple Tipple, so she sells tipples, um, but she sells them on behalf of other people. You know, they go around all the Christmas markets each year. Obviously, that's not happening. But, you know, again, they're doing stuff online, and you think it's... Um, so you can order things that go to your home and you can have a drink with friends. So, you know, I mean, there's just people just amaze me how entrepreneurial they are. There's some absolutely fantastic ideas out there. Yeah, well, there's a bit of an industry grown up on the back of this, hasn't there? Um, so those that have been uh, have been looking at putting an event together will have been able to go um, to places like, well, Lathwaite's, the, the wine people, uh, they're doing a virtual a virtual wine tasting, a Christmas wine tasting. I presume you book in advance, you get the wines sent to you by Lathwaite's, which is a good good way of them generating business. You get you desperately try not to drink it before the event. <laughs> well, a, a whole panel of you would get slaughtered tasting <laughs> all these all these wines together on screen. So that that look that sounds like a that sounds like a good one. There's a there's a website with Christmas party ideas, which is uh, which all sounds all sounds good. But you know, there's no substitute for the face to face. I mean, we all love a Christmas party, don't we? <laughs> he says with a wry smile. Um, <laughs> uh, what what well, other? It's a, ch- a chance to get together with you with the colleagues that you've worked with all all year and uh, you know let your hair down a bit. I do your Christmas shopping. Elaine, one of the things that perhaps uh, Chris said at the outset about throwing yourself into the festive spirit, it's always useful to have a festive spin or theme on your products. So if, for example, you, I don't know, if you make ice cream, can you do a a festive flavoured ice cream that perhaps is a bit more attractive or can be bought in addition to or might be a bit more quirky? What other, do you find those things attractive when you're, you're mooching around for festive gifts or things to eat on Christmas Day? Yeah, I found mine this year, which is a chocolate bomb and you put it, it's not particularly a Christmas Day thing, but you know, Christmas Eve, any time around Christmas, uh, and so you put this chocolate chocolate bomb inside a, a cup of hot milk, and it, so they have different fillings in them. I just like the idea of that this whole thing melting. I'm not even a huge fan of hot chocolate, really, but I just like the whole idea. And I've already got some people I'm going to buy it for because I think, oh yeah, they'll love that because they're just chocolate feet. So there's just lots of different things, isn't there? I I am the ultimate anything a bit different person. I really like that. Yes. If you, if you can catch my eye with something that's just a little bit different or personalized or something that you know will really appeal to the person that you're buying it for yeah that that's definitely me so the more creative people are it, it's surprising really isn't it and i know i keep banging the drum of you've got to think like the buyer you've got to think about how people are feeling 
and therefore some of your products might be more popular than you perhaps expected they would be because when you're presenting them to people it's all about how they're feeling when they see your products and if people are feeling like a little bit melancholy or a bit of you know wanting to get back to how things were then anything associated with things that make them feel good are very likely to be quite popular it's my thoughts anyway with 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. What about you, Chris? I mean, obviously, Elaine's got us for Christmas an MI5 file for mentioning the word bomb twice over the internet. <laughs> Um, so, what, what what will you be getting for Christmas? A bazooka with tinsel on it? Well, not quite, Mark, but uh, but you're on you're on the right lines. Each year we do with uh, with six friends, we do a, a murder mystery evening oh. at, at New Year. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> there is a very clever company who who are offering virtual murder mystery games. So you can get the same people together. You each buy a ticket for the game, and they they host it virtually. And and you know it's it's like it's like Cluedo for adults, isn't it? Oh, I really? love that idea. Um, so that, I mean that's a that's a, that's an option for us this year. We've all taken a knock this year. There isn't I wouldn't have thought going to be the same <clears throat> governmental support, whether it be by furloughing or the self-employed support that they've uh, that they've been offering there isn't going to be that next year for any i mean we've got it till march haven't we i can't see them can't see the the country being able to afford to do it longer than that so the plan the planning needs to be for not really for christmas but for 2021 in my in my humble opinion talking about talking about what we were talking about in terms of Elaine's chocolate bombs and my murder murder mystery evenings. It, but but really, to get back onto the serious stuff, we have to be planning for 2021 by now. And if you're not, do it today. Going back to what you said at the outset, I'm going to keep going back to this whole planning and getting at the forefront. The people you bought your tree from were the first to make themselves known to you about the product that they had and presumably the product was of a sufficient enough quality for you to think it was worthwhile to buy it yes isn't that the same applicable thing for businesses who perhaps don't have christmas as being their uh, key period for generating work uh, for, for, for the legal industry it's often a good time to get cases boxed off and settled 
because everyone wants to get all the rubbish off the desk before Christmas. Uh, so we always did very well at, at settling stuff before Christmas. However, yeah. other businesses, it's not really the time of the year where you get an awful lot. In fact, it's probably a time of the year where it quietens down a little bit. But doesn't that give you an opportunity to be that Christmas tree seller who gets in before everybody else, Elaine? So are we talking about things like Christmas cards um, or Christmas gifts, which you can then buy from local businesses, uh, who you can give to your good customers, who you can perhaps get back into the forefront of their mind. Chris is just going to have given a great example, either for a Christmas party that you can host for your customers, probably a, a substantially lower amount than were you to have an in-person meeting, buy things like a, a murder mystery, or coming at it from a slightly different angle if you're a business one of the most important assets and tools you have within your business is your staff and keeping them happy and keeping them motivated and again wouldn't a virtual christmas party which was really quirky like a murder mystery be a great way of getting them ready and and, and encouraged built up ready to hit 2021 with as much enthusiasm as they can possibly muster. Yeah, well, that's a that's a, a big big question, really, isn't it? Um, obviously, this is all dependent on who who's where and what the business is. But there's, from my own experience, this time of the year, having you know been in sales for many years, the, there was the the peak was time was Christmas, but in actual fact, you know, as as a regional manager in that company, come September when everything was rolled out for Christmas to the team. You know, me and the other regional managers were then talking New Year. So, so whilst people are out selling, um, you know, you've obviously got to have your strategy then for what, what's going to happen for for the New Year, um, and what that looks like. So, absolutely, you know, it, keeping the morale up and and uh, motivating people is is really key, and picking them up and dusting them off when they fall over. All of that is is really uh, important. Uh, but then ultimately, you know, if you're if, if it's your own business or you're leading other people, then this time of the year and earlier than this, obviously, we would be on it more. Is what is January going to look like? I mean, we've obviously got you know, without the pandemic, we've got obviously got the whole Brexit thing as well. So you know, so there's lots of things to to, to think about. And whilst none of us have the definitive answer of exactly what's going to happen within all our businesses, there are set there are certainties of well, this will continue, that service might, but this one will. So what is, what are going to be your forefront of your mind as you, from a customer point of view, which are the, the, the products or the services that you offer that you know are the ones that you're going to run with in January, because they're going to be the most beneficial to your client, not because you like them, but because your client is desperately going to need those. Now there's nothing, and I'm, t I'm talking now service-based businesses like myself is, you're getting those things, you know, all your ducks in a row for something that might be launched on the 5th of January. Uh, but you're talking about it now and you, you, you're sowing the seed is absolutely the right thing to do. Because what you don't want to do is on the, you know, on the 3rd of January, when you think, well, I'll just go into my office. I'm going to start doing this now. Uh, one, people, there will be people who've been ahead of you and already, you know, beaten you to it. And two, you know, you're not giving yourself the time to get your January off to the best start. And, you know, you've got to then be engaging with people, which is why back to your point with your Christmas cards, all of that, all of those things 
whatever however you do it keeping in touch with people that are your on your client base you absolutely need to do that in some way pre-christmas even if you can't do business with them now so that when they are ready you're that person that they're going to have in their mind so there's plenty to do do you think christmas is a bit of a red herring and what we're really talking about is coming coming now i know we've talked about the pandemic a lot but it's so is everybody else but it's coming out of it and how we come out of it that counts really i've had two customers two clients who in the second week in november have started lead generation campaigns with me uh, with a view to um, hitting the ground running in 2021 now last year the year before something like that would have been unheard of in fact i'd have been saying potentially saying to people well look the results are never too good in december because people people go on people are off on holiday if not physically certainly mentally um so don't bother don't bother in december this year start start it in earnest in in january i might have been saying that but now i think i think december is going to be much like any other month with a perhaps a few days holiday that's obviously christmas day boxing day etc etc but it's not going to be i don't think the three week jolly that uh, that we got used to uh, used to experiencing i mean business ground to a halt i don't think it will it's got to trickle on this year stagger on as best it can to overcome the damage that's already been done in 2020 then start the new year with a not with a clean sheet obviously but start the new year in a more positive way so i take my hat off to the two clients who've uh, who are doing this uh, lead generation with me obviously i do they've made a very wise choice um but um but that's the way to go lay the platform for next year but do it do it as early as you possibly can but you see the thing is and I, i'm going to slightly challenge that to a degree because at the time of recording this we're, it's the 18th of november so you've still got two weeks in november and you've certainly got two weeks in december um, and possibly because of the unusual circumstances, people may well still be searching for things or looking to do things right the way up to the last minute of Christmas, both in terms of retail and buying and doing things for Christmas. Um, and that does include businesses, like you say, events companies um, are those kind of businesses. Um, but also uh, businesses can, because the last nine months have been so crippling uh, because of this virus people can't really afford to lose four weeks and i know planning is yeah. important but if you can plan and still capitalize and generate work now you kind of would want to be doing that wouldn't you yes absolutely absolutely yeah and so if 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 christmas isn't particularly your usually big busy period um where do we sit then on possibly sparking people's attention perhaps bringing forward that idea of when they may or may not use your services through the likes of special offers and promotions uh, how do we feel about them generally uh, do, do they cheapen your product are you undervaluing yourself a little bit doing them before christmas does that get ahead of the new year's rush to use the services or 
are you cutting your nose off slightly to get work now that you might have otherwise got in the new year for a more expensive price? I think if people if people don't actually know that they've uh, that they've got a problem by now uh, that they're in business and they don't know that they've lost business over the the course of 2020 and they need to make it up then you know god help them um they, yes special offers yes it's worth a try it's not not worth a try for me uh, it might be worth a try for other people but um I've actually, I, I, I did a very special offer earlier this year. I got a huge response. I was offering, I was offering a free month for a specific service. And um, I, I did get a very, very good response that I think I probably told you about. And those people, those people just frittered away. They, they were interested because they saw the word free and month. Um, and, and they thought, oh yeah, we'll look into this. And they, they went most of the way down the road and then just pulled back at the end is so that bit they, they, sorry is did they pull back before the end of the free period no they, they pulled back before they'd started the free period right um because oh. i think i think they thought well okay we're doing this free month i wasn't locking them into anything it was a free free month no obligation to carry on couldn't have been more generous but you know they they decided they they wouldn't go ahead. I did the same promotion the following month and signed up signed up four new people, but no no free offer. This was just the same promotion without the free offer, if you like. So quite a different promotion, I suppose. And so is that, is is <laughs> that not the same at all? Then. <laughs> if, if it's if it's free, the perceived value is uh, is affected. Um, it's devalued. Yeah. So is that is that the reason yeah. why you feel that promotions and special offers aren't necessarily suitable for what you do, Chris? Or do you I, think you maybe needed to change that slightly to remove, say, the reference to the free element? What I needed, Mark, was to sit down with a marketing professional like yourself and mm -hmm. say, "Well, how should how should we attack this?" But as soon as I as soon as I took the the free element out of it, um, I got business. I got. I did, didn't get as much interest, but I actually got business, and that's what counts. Yeah. And yeah, and and uh, Elaine, that sort of brings us a little bit back to the topic we covered last week, which was knowing your nose. Um, how do you feel about the things that uh, Chris said? Have you had similar issues or challenges, or have you had different experiences when you've tried to run offers? Well, this is you've opened a can of worms here, really, for me because. In, in my previous life, offers was like a constant thing. So I've had very mixed views on it then because the challenge is, of course, when you, you give an offer, uh, people expect that offer to be continued or they expect you to do it again. So they, they wait until you've got another offer. I'm talking more product-based now. So you've constantly, you're in a hamster wheel then. Uh, so it, it, it can be a, an absolute challenge. And then it's, you know, it's a bit like that well-known company's sale. If you've always got it on offer, then that doesn't give it much credibility either. Um, so, so for me, bringing up to date now, I have a real challenge with this ton of free stuff that's going around um, because it's, and I understand it's because it's where people's heads are and they're thinking, you know, free is a, is a great way to get people 
interested but just as chris has said your your numbers your conversion to paid customers is going to be a lot less because ultimately people will sign up for free stuff very easily i've done it myself i've signed up for something thought oh that you know looks quite interesting five-day challenge and you know then you, you end up you've got loads of emails dropping in your email box and then you think oh god i haven't got time to read that so therefore you know it just all goes by the by the wayside so there's people are constantly at the moment i mean i shouldn't make sweeping statements but people i've spoken to in my circles are definitely like oh god yeah i've signed up for this signed up for that and actually you know out of the five things I signed up for i've only actually listened to one uh, because I didn't have time to do the rest. So it's not really very helpful either, because when you give loads of free stuff, how do you then start in, in January or whenever you, you want to say, well, now that is actually going to cost so much. And another thing I don't think people like very much is this, well, get it today, there's only five left, and it's going up to so-and-so tomorrow. And I don't think many of us believe that either, because when you see that you know pop up, that when you hover it over something and they say there's only five left, you think, do you really believe there's only five left? No, you probably don't. You just no, think. So that then feels like a slight pressure, doesn't it? I, I agree. I think with 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 the with the very poor conversion rate that I had, I think once I'd explained the whole thing to everybody, and they knew they mm. were getting a, a a free month, I think they thought it was too too true too good to be true. Too good to um, be true. Yeah. What's the catch? And, and yeah. if I think that about something which i have done many times um mm. you think well there's a catch here i'm not I, i'm not for i'm not falling for this one <laughs> but there's nothing yeah. to fall for yeah. um and yet when you when you you, you do another another campaign and say it's this much much a month they know exactly where they stand there's no there's no yeah. doubting what you know this free thing what, what's 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 the catch here you can't do that yeah yeah. So, um, but but free free and special offer and things phrases like that are still very powerful in advertising. It's just yeah. not necessarily so your business or Mark's business. No, it, you've, uh, you've got to, there is room for them because you know we were talking to someone uh, this morning and um, we were talking about securing a place on a on a program that she's running for in january yeah so you know there isn't a problem saying to people um secure your place now with you know 30 percent of whatever the cost is for her i don't know say we'll go say it was 100 pound so you know pay 30 percent now to secure your place uh, for january on the course and then you pay the rest in you know on january or whatever so there's ways of doing it that are a lot more effective because from the buyer's point of view they think great i've made a commitment to that and i've paid so much so that means i'm going to do it and actually from the person selling this point of view they know that most people who have parted with some money are obviously going to uh, you know take it up and, and move ahead with it so there's, there's offers i love offers i really do but i think you just got to be really mindful of of your buyer and the the impact the future impact on your business yeah. by doing them 10 minutes 10 days 10 actions is brought to you by two summit up expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured bite-sized way for only 97 pounds 
Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 dash actions. Yeah, you do have to be careful that you don't undervalue your item. So quite often when you see prices, uh, uh, there is a pizza, um, a large pizza retailer who are, well, one of the worst culprits for the special offer nonsense Um they they are constantly on the hamster wheel of offers, offers, offers. When I would ring up, I just want to order a pizza and have it at a reasonable price, allowing for the fact that somebody else is cooking it and preferably will bring it to my doorstep um, and that that will obviously cost a bit more than if I either made it or went and bought it from a shop myself. But these people charge £445 for this pizza, but if you have a special offer, it magically reduces to what the normal cost of the pizza suddenly is, which always leaves mm-hmm. me feeling quite annoyed because it's like, well, that's an artificially inflated price that you're now trying to make me feel as I'm getting a deal because you've you've yeah. you've made it turned into an offer and everything's always an offer, whereas sometimes I just want to ring up, go, can I have two pizzas, please? And that's the end of it. Um, I don't want to have to buy an extra Coke and three chicken legs in order to get the two pizzas for the price that I ought to be able to buy it for in the first place. So I understand that. And, of course, the flip side is that sometimes Mm. if you offer special offers which significantly reduce the price of your item, it makes people suspicious as to whether or not you're really ramping up your price and making a huge profit on your things if you can afford to slice it by so much. The flip side, and to bring this right back to the Christmas theme, is that Christmas kind of does give you a little bit of a get-out-of-jail-free card because people do very much see Christmas in isolation. It is a season in itself. and a very if, topical moment. Yeah, thank you. If you stick Christmas in front of any sentence, um, then... It is gonna. It is essentially gonna get you out of that thing because you can say this is just we're doing this at Christmas. Mm. Uh, this is just a Christmas thing, um, and perhaps avoid some of those landmines and bugbears that I've just moaned on about. <laughs> One of my favourite ones, just on the final offer thing from me anyway, um, is if you've got if you're sitting there with a ton of stock. On a you know particular item, uh, another great way of of um, is increasing your guest spend by giving this particular item, which might you know not be a, a huge value. Well, it wouldn't be a huge value, but it's actually free. You could give it as a freebie if somebody spends over a certain amount, and you know that's so. Or you say it's it's worth ten, and you can get it for two pound fifty. I don't know. You know, you choose your numbers. But actually, is it is it more beneficial to you? one you're increasing the guest spend to say i don't know 30 pounds so for anyone who's spending 30 which a lot of people would spend 30 if they were doing the shopping anyway quite easily and oh look i'm going to get that for two pound 50 or whatever um and actually it's worth 10 so that feels great uh, so so that sort of thing is quite enticing isn't it and for the person selling it actually you know if you've got 200 of them sitting and taking up space and particularly if they're seasonal, <laughs> you really don't want to be keeping them into um, into the new year, do you? So there's lots of things. I, I do love the 
the whole idea of offers but as i say got to be done in the right way and whilst we're all in lockdown because if you're listening to this and you're in england we are all locked back in our homes again until the beginning of december it it should be quite a good opportunity to get some uh, marketing strategy plans put together i've i've had a couple of people contact me over the last few weeks i mean it's just about sort of if you if you start a marketing plan at the beginning of December, realistically, it, you're going to be pushing it hard to get it done before Christmas. But now is a good time if you want to have a good marketing plan to be able to mm. utilise come the beginning of January, Chris. I think so. Probably more realistically, Mark, as you've alluded to, a, a, a well thought out marketing plan takes not days or weeks. It usually takes months. So <clears throat> perhaps you could be looking to the beginning of the next financial year, which is April, and take that time to really have a spring clean of everything that you've done, everything that you could do, what your competitors do, carry out the research to, uh, to make sure all, all, all angles are covered and, and come up with, a, <clears throat> come up with a, a proper strategy that's going to work for you come uh, come april i mean that that would be my at, at this at this late stage that would be my recommendation you could cobble something together for in the next four weeks but I, i'd be inclined to recommend do it properly and <clears throat> do it properly with a launch uh, in april very good um have we covered all things festive do we think is there anything else that people want to touch on well that wasn't particularly festive my last offering was it but <laughs> Um, what's what's the best all right uh, just wrapping this up finally to to make it feel a bit more festive because i feel a lot of the things that we say and and i did prefix this at the beginning of the show by saying a lot of what we do actually tends to fall outside of the festive period and it's very difficult for us to actually do a christmas show and it for it to be useful for that christmas at which time you're listening to so it is something that you need to be putting into play for next year realistically but to make it feel more festive um what's the coolest christmas presents you've bought your customers as a business uh, to to perhaps show your appreciation because that's quite often something that's overlooked, Elaine, isn't it? When when you when you're looking for new business, you quite often overlook the fact that you have existing customers who already have shown that they like your product and what you do by using your services, and perhaps by doing something for them, um, will ingratiate yourself to the effect that you might get more work from them in the new year. Team-wise, I've done a huge number of things. The one that stands out, which did fall, we, we hit a, a financial target, a goal that we'd set. And we were the first in the company to do it. So I said, when we do it, I'll throw this huge party. So we had this huge party, which cost, you know, like mega bucks, had all sorts of entertainment there and all sorts of things. But it was absolutely worth it because, we, you know, we smashed our, our target, our goal. And it, it was a party that was talked about yeah, for years after it really sort of set the energy and the mood for the new year. So, yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in. Can you tell us any stories from that party? <laughs> what goes on at that party stays in that party, Chris. Well, it was quite a special party. I have to say, <laughs> it was very special. Yeah, I can't. I can't. No, I couldn't. Couldn't share any no. stories. No, uh, but it was really good. It was worth really a try. <laughs> 
<laughs> and what about you, Chris? You won an award, You you won an award, did you say? Oh, sorry, Elaine. Did you say you won an award then? Oh, I said no, nothing untoward. Oh, right. I, I could be very flippant and say, oh, I probably won another one because we were the first in the company to hit four million in a year, so that was why we had the party. So yes, it was all quite special, really special. Those things definitely do, yeah, give a whole new energy to a team. And when you've all done it together and you've worked hard to achieve something, it's yeah, it's a it's a great feeling without doubt. And Chris, we'll stay away from parties for you. Um, but um, what 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 things may you have done or have you done in the past to to show your appreciation or your love to a customer or a, a team member? I've done quite quite a few things over the years um, for for clients in in an earlier life. Um, crates of wine were always uh, always well received. But one that was particularly well received by a, a small number of clients um, was uh, tickets to the Six Nations Rugby. Mm. Um, that isn't on over Christmas, as uh, as the more rugby orientated people among the listenership will uh, will know. However, we got the tickets, and um, so the date was saved and. I, th I think we went in February, March. March it was, um, and there were uh, there were ten of us. So uh, fabulous day, absolutely fabulous occasion at Twickenham. Fab. Um, um, we we once um, we put together some boxes, um, gift boxes for some of our our bigger clients, the ones who passed a, a regular amount of work to us, and we had um, I, I had a bespoke Lego character of each of the people so um it the character looked like them and it it, oh, wow. it was wearing a, a superhero outfit that was in the the vantage law colors um and so they were in there and then we got um we had a our very own uh, uh gin uh flavor created and we had a little bottle with our our branding oh. on it and and then you obviously you throw in all the usual little goodies that go with Christmas, um, just to pad it out a little bit, and they went down very well. We we got some good work off the back of that, so that was quite good. Uh, Personalised, I think, which you went mentioned earlier, Elaine was. It's it, it. I think people appreciate the fact that you've just gone that little bit further, yeah. just to to do something for that individual. I mean, because the, the the wine idea and 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 the like that Chris has mentioned is a great way of of servicing lots of of customers um you can't yeah. do personalized presents for everybody but perhaps for that small select few of people who without which you perhaps your business wouldn't function um just going that little extra yard yeah. is going to stand you in very good stead mm. yeah fab well um we're conscious that it will be christmas time and it will be over by the time we finish this podcast if we don't wrap it up at this point. Uh, so, um, without further ado, I, I think we'll uh, we'll draw a line under the festive period. And apologies if you've not found this any use for this Christmas period, but hopefully it will be of use for next Christmas period. As I said at the outset, if you have any questions or suggestions, or if you want to share some things that perhaps we've missed off, the list send us an email to gofish at the podstation.co.uk we'll mention it at the next episode so without further ado uh chris thank you very much for all your help today 
Pleasure. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Looking forward to Christmas. And might I say, we will be getting a second Christmas tree because the first one was artificial and it's very, very nice. We've never had an artificial one before, uh, but we will be getting a second one that will be real. Oh, right. I was going to say, perhaps the real one might be dead by the time we get to Christmas because you got it so early. No, 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 no. But so so anyway, um, a good session, Mark. Thank you very much. That's me until Christmas. (laughs) And Elaine, thank you very much for all your help today, young lady. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Enjoy your Christmas. Get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. 